If you're passionate about your ride, you're in the right place. Todd Bianco is talking cars, trucks, crossovers, electric and hybrid vehicles, and amazing auction and used car finds. This is All Revved Up from iHub Radio. Here's Todd. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm here with John McMillan. Hello, John. Good afternoon, Todd. It's our Bring a Trailer Hour. It is. And um, we have we both have some very interesting picks this week, as usual. Uh, and I'd like to go over some of the uh, what happened from last week's auctions. Okay. And, you know, yours has a theme to it, I have to say. Uh, pricey? Well, let's let's just see. Okay, so uh, last, uh, the 16th, here we go. You had a 1967 Cadillac Eldorado hardtop. Is this Very the brown car. one? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was bid today to fifteen thousand seven fifty, and reserve was not met. Hmm. Then you had this custom built nineteen thirty seven Ford convertible. It was a whole resto mod thing, all with all right. sorts of different things. Yes, that was bid to thirty three thousand dollars, and reserve was not met. So I guess my theme was uh, <laughs> that the reserves were not met this week. But, Yes, that's the theme. And then you had this absolutely lovely, I mean, completely re-restored 1964 Pontiac GTO. Oh, my God, it was beautiful. Well, it was bid to $95,000, and reserve was not met. Wow. 95000 reserve not met. What? wonder what they thought they were going to get for that. I haven't a clue. Uh, then there was the uh, 1977 Datsun 280Z. And that was bid to $21,000 with reserve not met. Wow. Yeah, I, the, the comments were that it had the wrong wheels on it, and you can't have the wrong wheels on a car and bring a trailer. Uh, and it was uh, also put up for sale at the same time. Some other, you know, even more, you know, ones that were more or that were better. And so those are the ones that got the attention and got bid higher and were sold. But this one did not get the love. Gotcha. Uh, and then you had a 19, this was a really beautiful 1960, it was black 1969 Pontiac GTO convertible. I remember that. Yeah. That sold. It's the only one that sold for $70,000. That's a lot of money. Wow. That's a ton of money. That's a ton that's of That's why I'm so blown away by the, sold. by the other that didn't go for 95. Right. 95,000. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess we know that if we find a vehicle, uh, of that make and model that, uh, you're able to see it at a great price. Uh, get your hands on it and and fix it up and resell it because it's got some value. Yeah, but it's hard to make money fixing things up. That's why you should always buy one of these cars completely redone. <laughs> it gets so expensive to fix it up. You know, you almost never make your money back. All right. Yeah. Let's see what I had. I had that uh, 1965 Lamborghini 350 GT. Uh, that was a very lovely car. It was a premium auction, and it sold for six hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars. How much? Six hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars. What? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, it was nice. Yeah. It was rare. I mean, you know, it was you know in good condition. It was nicely restored. <laughs> I guess we've seen cars go for a lot more on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then there's the 1999 Nissan Skyline GTR. Now this is the one where you couldn't drive it in the. I mean, it, it in was the only US. for you demonstration. Wait about three more years. Yeah, 
uh, and it was purple. It was sort of this uh, really dark purple, very beautiful car, actually. That uh, was the Nissan, right? Yes, the yeah. Nissan. And it sold for $315,000, Wow. Yeah. So they have to wait. You know, once it's 25 years old, you can drive it on the road. But for right now, it's only for demonstration and display. It's yeah, not for, for, in two or three more years, they're going to have yeah. a beautiful vehicle. And they're going to sell it for more money. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Then there was a 2003 uh, BMW Z8 or Z8, as they say in the rest of the world, Alpina. Uh, with, it had only like, you know, like 12 miles on it. So it was basically a brand new car. Uh, that was bid to 352500 and it did not sell. Reserve was not met. Hmm. The general comments were that it should have gone for over 400000 So I don't know what the reserve was, but, you know, didn't get the love it should have. Uh, I had also picked a 2008 Bugatti Veyron, uh, but that's a premium and doesn't end until another two days. Its bidding is at a million one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars on it so far. Holy smokes! Yeah. Uh, then there was this lovely 1976 Mercedes-Benz 450SEL, which was in outstanding, beautiful condition. What a, what a what a magnificent car! It sold for only eighteen thousand two fifty, but it sold. Hmm. And then there was the 1960 Morris Minor Traveler with the boat, the right. trailer and a boat, yeah, yep. the, the, or with a hydroplane or whatever that thing was. Hydroplane, yeah. Well, that sold for $20,500. Wow. That's like yeah. double what it was when we looked at it last week. It was, uh, yeah, I think, it just was over ten grand then. It was a few thousand more than it previously sold for on Bring a Trailer because it, it sold for like fifteen or 16000 before on Bring a Trailer. So. You know, I sent that link of that to my dad because I think I told you that he used to race those boats. Right. Um, back in the day. And that uh, he about choked when he saw, even at that time, how much the uh, the truck and the boat and trailer were going for. He was like, God, if I'd only held on to those things. He had, a, <laughs> he had like two, two or three, maybe four of them. Uh, uh-huh. And they, uh, two of them used to hang throughout most of my childhood uh, on the wall of the boathouse at my grandparents' uh, lake home uh, up in uh, Washington state. And, uh, you know, they just sat there and kind of rotted away. And, and they probably got rid of them for nothing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's too bad. Actually, yeah. when they sold their house, uh, they went with it because I know that the, the, uh, kids who ended up the teenagers uh, and the family that lived there next, that they ended up getting them down off the wall and getting them motored and uh, kind of cleaning them up a bit, and they would ride them around. And I thought, yeah, this is this is a death waiting to happen. But <laughs> yeah, thank God you had gotten rid of them. <laughs> Hopefully, they don't see. Yeah, you there's later. no way. My dad was not letting me or my brother or my cousins uh, mess around with them. Uh, there was a reason, huh? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, and then when I would eventually see the photograph of him out on Puget Sound in one of those things, uh, you know, 15 feet in the air with the thing upside down. <laughs> Uh, and suddenly knew why it was he had this bridge where his two front teeth used to be. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. There's a reason. Yep. All right. Let's start with our picks for this week. And your first one is a 1970 Buick GS Stage 1 prototype. I almost did not pick this because I don't like the color. I don't at like least the color on this, either. At least on this car. But this is where I could see our midnight purple from Nissan being splashed yeah. on this. I think so too. I mean, it's called the name of the paint sounds good. It's called Fire Glow Pearl. 
but it just looks red to me. Yeah, it's an orangish red. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's see what it says. This 1970 Buick GS Stage 1 is said to have been removed from the assembly line in September of 1969 by Buick's show, display, and exhibit division, refinished in a one-off fire glow pearl uh, paint. So I guess this is the only one that came in that color, okay? Uh, uh, over white vinyl and used as a marketing vehicle in the 1970 auto show circuit. Uh, power comes from a 455 cubic inch V8 uh, backed by a TH400 three-speed automatic transmission. The car is equipped with rally ride rally w- ride control package, uh, G60-15 Goodyear Polyglass GT tires. Gosh, I haven't heard that term in a while. Uh, chrome wheels, um, tilt steering wheel, power windows, a sonomatic radio, full instrumentation, a non-tinted windshield, which I guess was unusual for the day, and rally steering wheel. The vehicle was reportedly refurbished in 2008 and was acquired by the selling dealer in May of 2021. It's offered in New, in New Hampshire with uh, magazine articles and an award plaque and a clean Kansas title. I got to tell you something. You better be very clean or like the idea of having a very white interior with this vehicle. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen one with a white dashboard with a white steering wheel and everything else. Yeah. You know, I've seen it in white, but usually it's a black dashboard, you know, and you have the white, you know, the, the seats and stuff and the doors, yeah. but not the not the full dash and steering wheel and it everything It still else. cracks me up when I see those almost like old airplane seat style air, ashtrays in the <clears> seats. <throat> Uh, or the uh, the door uh, arm oh, yeah. uh, rests in a car yeah. like this because it's so weird because we don't see ashtrays anymore. But no, uh, no, I yeah. mean you, you have to in generally if you want to smoke in your car, you have to get like the smoking package, you know, where they actually put in you know an ashtray for you. Yeah, but anyway, the, those days it's the other way around. Everything it, was automatic. Again, yeah. if it had been almost <laughs> any other color, I don't know. Gold, purple, blue, green. Yeah, I just don't. It doesn't I just do anything don't like for this me. This color, just red. even though this is a one-off. Yeah. Hmm. Oh well. Strange. It looks. I mean, the interior I think looks lovely. Uh, you know, it's really very nicely it's done. Got it's just it. over a day to go, and it's at forty-eight thousand currently. The the bid on it. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be enough to give it to get it to go, but uh, it's in you know the interior is in an extremely nice shape, and I, I hate they say it, but the, the the outside color, which is the custom color, is the one thing I don't like. Yeah. Now <clears> the <throat> next car, Todd. Um, I honestly, uh, this is my real need for speed car this week, um, mm-hmm. and and I wasn't expecting to see that this was a Lotus. I was expecting to see that this was John Deere. Uh, yeah, the colors, yes. Okay, this is a 3,000-mile 2008 Lotus Elise SC 60th, 60th Anniversary Special Edition. Uh, what do they call the color on this? It's British Racing Green with saffron yellow stripes. Yep, coming down the uh, the middle of the hood in, in on the... Uh, uh, on the wheels. And the wheels as well, yeah. Yeah, the wheels are yellow, and uh, it's, a, cool the, uh, it's a double stripe down the middle. Does it look like it's got a see-through roof? Or no, 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 no. No, I don't think so. Not on this car. No, no not yet. I mean, you know, Lotus is owned by Geely, uh, which is also the owner of Volvo and Polestar and Lincoln Company. And, uh, you know, it's a Chinese uh, owner of it now. Huh. And they're, they're going to make it the entire brand will be uh, electric. Wow. 
Lotus. So that's what's going to happen to Lotus. I mean, to um, yeah, to the, these kinds of cars. So let's see. This 2008 Lotus Elise SC is a 60th anniversary special edition. That is the third of five examples sold in the United States that were finished in British Racing Green and uh, one of 39 in total. The car is first registered in Michigan and spent time in New York. I mean, in New Jersey, Illinois, and California before being acquired in. April 2019 by the seller who relocated it back to Michigan. Power is supplied by a supercharged 1.8 liter 4. I believe it's Toyota, actually. It's a Toyota 4. Paired with a six-speed manual transaxle. Uh, the it features include the touring and sports uh, packages, uh, forged aluminum wheels, uh, adjustable dampers, and a T45 seatbelt anchor and harness uh, bar. Uh, this SC, Elise SC has just over 3,000 miles and is offered with a Lotus Certificate of uh, Vehicle Provenance. That's nice. Uh, window sticker, manufacturer's literature, service records, removable hardtops, softtops, uh, car cover, a clean Carfax reporting the clean Michigan title and the seller's name. Lease is in the same city. It's in the gross points so somebody has money. Um, right now it's at $55,000 and it closes in an, uh, next, next tomorrow. Yep. I, I right. wonder if it'll go for that price. We'll see. This is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to Todd B- You're listening to All Rived Up on iHub Radio, and we will be right back. Todd Bianco, talking cars and trucks on iHub Radio's All Revved Up. Here's Todd. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. Hello, John. Hey, Todd. We're talking Bring a Trailer Picks this hour. And this next one, I didn't see. I'm glad you picked it because there's some very impressive things on this car. It is a 1957 Oldsmobile Rocket 88 convertible. Yeah. Uh, God, GM had great names in those days, isn't it? Yeah. Golden Rocket. <laughs> And I, on contrary to our uh, first car we talked about this week, um, I really like the color combination of this. It has kind of a powder blue and uh, white tail fin. Um, yeah, with the yeah big, it's a combo. Yeah. Wide uh, white wall tires and yeah. huge chrome. It, it all really goes. It's, it's it really, really matches. Neat. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a beauty, and you know someone spent a lot of money fixing this up. And um, let's see what it says. This 1957 Oldsmobile 88 convertible is finished in blue and white, over a matching interior, and is powered by a J2 TriPower 371 cubic inch V8 paired with a Jetaway Hydromatic four-speed automatic, which is unusual. Usually these were three speeds. It was acquired by the selling dealer in April of 2021, and features a Wonder Bar radio, heater. I guess it was extra uh, power and antenna, power-operated convertible top, power steering and brakes, and an electric clock. The car is said to be one of approximately 6,423 Golden Rock convertibles, convertible examples produced for the model year. Um, this Olds 88 is offered in New York with a clear Florida title. 
I just can't believe all the different, you know, different states these things came from. No. Yep. What particularly impressed me was the interior, the dashboard, the steering wheel, the amount of chrome that went into that interior is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it is bright. And then even even the um, the gear shift on on the on the steering column, it's one big stick of, of chrome. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a you gorgeous know. car. Yeah, I mean, you know, this this is I mean, I'm I'm looking at all these various things. I mean, you know, the ignition, the uh, you know, the lighter, everything is done in this amazing chrome. Uh, you know, the push buttons, everything, the you know, the ring for the steering column. Yeah, it's I mean, almost like you want to pull wheel. this thing up in front of one of those old 50s diners, you know, it, for a really classic, you know, photograph. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it has the Wonder Bar radio. What more could you want? Yeah. I mean, you know. It's Wonder with, with chrome, you know, all the, all the knobs and, and dials and everything is chrome. It's just really amazing how much they and someone put some money into you know making this thing look as pretty as they did um let's see what it is right now it's only at thirty six thousand dollars it seems low to me but uh and it closes uh in about 23 hours so right about this time tomorrow um yeah i don't know i mean i, I I, I I really like it. I just don't know what the you know whether it's going to you know be one of these reserve not met things. So it's yeah. uh, uh, but it's it's definitely a beauty. I'm I'm glad you found it because I had not seen this before. Well, my next selection, Todd, uh, it's it's already up at 1.1 million, uh, and it ends in a couple of days. But this is another really sexy car in its own right. And it's it's pretty rare, I'm sure. I mean, this is a 1935 Duesenberg model JN convertible sedan uh, by Rolston. Uh, and says this 1935 Duesenberg chassis number uh, 2593 is one of 10 updated JN models produced and features a short wheelbase convertible sedan uh, coachwork by Rolston. Uh, the car was first purchased by uh, Herbert Lape Sr. of Cincinnati, Ohio, and was moved to California sometime before the late 40s. It then spent time in Texas, Pennsylvania, Nevada, where it was displayed at the Imperial Palace Casino in Las Vegas from 93 to 98 uh, when it was returned to California. A refurbishment was performed in the late 1990s before the car was purchased by the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Foundation in 2000 and incorporated into the IMS Museum collection. The car has participated in several IPL um, 500 uh, festival and F1 USPG, USGP race, uh, pre-race vintage parades, as well as uh, the 2019 ACD club reunion car show. Power comes from a 400 cubic inch, um, like coming as straight eight, uh, carrying serial number J566 and backed by a three-speed manual transmission with reverse. Ooh, I'm glad it has reverse. And the car <laughs> is finished in dark blue with the matching soft top over red leather upholstery. This uh. JN Duesenberg is now offered by the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Foundation with a hub wrench, a historical file on the car. Uh, let's see, IMS Museum purchase documents and a clean Indiana title. Uh, the car is a 1930. 
1836 model. Yeah, I didn't know about Duesenberg until I read the history, which is also in here about that company. Uh, it was Indianapolis-based, uh, and it yeah. was acquired back in 1926 by E.L. Cord, who instructed Fred Duesenberg to design the finest, fastest, and most powerful American car. The result was the Model J, which debuted on December the 1st, 1928. Good timing, just in time for the Depression. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, this this is a car that even you know somebody rich would be able to afford during, during the Depression. It's a, it's a beauty. Yeah. Um, we can talk a little bit more when we get back. But this is Todd Bianco uh, with John McMullen. You're listening to All Revved Up on IHAM Radio. We're talking for our trailer, and we will be right back. Detroit and beyond. Todd's talking about trucks, cars, vans, SUVs, and even the occasional dune buggy. It's all revved up on iHub Radio. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMillan. Hello, John. Hey, Todd. We were just talking about that Duesenberg. I think people should go to bring a trailer and look at the pictures and, and w- watch the videos of this car. It's just, just it's just, you know, an amazing piece of history. Yep. There's a reason why it's currently going for $1.1 million. Yeah. And I, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'll end up being a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, now, your last pick this week is a 1967 Chevy Camaro RS SS Indy Pace Car Convertible. As now, you I know, think- uh, my fetish with uh, this year in car... Uh, is such that I couldn't just pass it up. I actually had another uh, choice for my fifth choice, and I ended up getting rid of it so that I could fit this one in. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, was it just a week or two ago that I I had an Indy Pace car as well? It had had that orange and and houndstooth interior, yeah. Yep. Uh, Different year, though. I think it was a couple of years later. Um, This one's really stunning, though. Somebody really spent a lot of money doing, you know, whatever on this car. And I love these colors. Uh, on this car the the blue stripe uh, at the nose and as well the um, blue interior with the white exterior i i just i love it yeah i mean it's really it's somebody really spent a lot of money i'm going to read what it says here the 1960 this 1967 chevrolet camaro was built at the norwood ohio plant on march 17th uh, 1967 and one and is one of a relative handful of festival pace car convertibles uh, produced for the Indianapolis 500 the following May, finished in ermine white uh, with blue and gold graphics over a bright blue interior, and it is bl- it is blue. The car is powered by a replacement 350 cubic inch VA paired with a two-speed automatic power glide. Uh, equipment includes a white soft top, rally sport and super sport equipment packages, bucket seats, power steering, a center console, and an AM radio. The seller acquired the car as a non-running project in 2014 from its previous owner of around 27 years. 
and a subsequent multi-year rotisserie uh, refurbishment. That just means they took everything off. It was basically, you know, down to the strip, down to the you know basic metal, and repainted everything else. Um, refurbishment and the rotisserie ref- refurbishment was completed in 2018. Uh, this Camaro Pace car is now being offered with an NCRS shipping data report, uh, refurbishment photos and records, uh, top boot and a clean Tennessee title in the seller's name, and it's actually in Franklin, Tennessee. Um, I hate to say it, I would actually remove the Pace car decals. Though. I would too. It looks tacky. I to think me, but, that looks yeah. tacky, but I I was looking at this beyond that, and yeah, and for all the other reasons. I mean, I I love to have, uh, you know, a nineteen sixty seven, sixty eight, sixty nine Camaro yeah. uh, that is a uh, convertible. I mean, to me, that would be the car to have here eight months out of the year. Yeah, it, it, it's certainly a beauty. So let's see. Bidding is already at $50,000 and it closes in two days. Todd, I have to step away for a moment. Okay, no problem. Uh, we'll go to my first one, which is scary when you look at it for most people because it's really not a car that I would ever want for myself, but I had to pick it because of what it was. It's a 14,000 mile 1999 Chevrolet Cavalier RS. Now, a 19, this 1999 Chevrolet Cavalier Rally Sport Coupe was first registered in Alameda, California and remained in the state with the original owner until being acquired by the selling dealer in May 2021. So they owned this car for 20, 21, 22 years. The car is finished in bright red over gray cloth and is powered by a 2.2 liter inline four paired with a four-speed automatic transmission. Features include remote keyless entry, power windows and locks, air conditioning, cruise control, and a factory CD radio. Uh, stereo. This uh, this Cavalier has 14,000 miles and is offered at no reserve in Arizona with manufacturer's literature, a clean Carfax report, and a clean California title. Now, I'm looking at this car, and it looks like it's never been touched. Now, yeah, it's pretty flawless. It, it, yeah, I mean, I think this has almost every option box you could have ticked for it. I mean, you know, it's the uh, Cavalier Rally Sport, which, you know, really meant nothing. It was just a trim package and, you know, didn't make it any faster. Um, there are, you know, it's it looks pretty flawless. And I, I picked it just because it survives. It exists. I mean, how many Cavaliers do you see on the road today? Not many. You don't. And not only that, I mean, it honestly, it looks... Uh, it's hard for me to believe that there's 3,200 miles on it or when you look at 14, the interior. 000, yeah. Oh, is it 14,000? I can't believe oh, the price 14, is 3,200. It looks I'm brand sorry. new. You're, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it looks to me like it just came off the lot. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, you look at the interior photos and it's just like everything looks brand new. I mean, usually this vintage of General Motors, it, the, you know, the, the plastics were really cheap and started to fall apart and you know, everything on it kind of just you know, deteriorated. But somebody actually owned this for 22 years and only put 14,000 miles on it. So it must have been, you know, just stuck in a garage somewhere. Yeah. The, and I also like the fact that the seats uh, don't look cheap because they're a fabric uh, upholstery. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, this this was the the you know every every option box ticked on it. I mean, you know, it's just a, it's amazing that it sits there. That's the only reason I picked it. I looked at it and said, "Dear God, it exists." You know, <laughs> yep. who knew? 
Well, it ends <clears throat> in a day, and it's only at thirty-two hundred bucks. Yeah, and it's no reserve. Well, it's a Cavalier. I mean, these are not exciting cars, right? By any means. Uh, I I don't know whether who's going to buy it, but uh, you know, but it, somebody it will be smart sell. to like get it for a kid who's maybe in yeah. high school or something, in first car. Yeah, it's certainly possible. I mean, you know, and they could, you know, for them, it's older than they are. Right. <laughs> so for them, it's vintage. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my my next pick was just because I've always liked Mercedes wagons, and I just particularly thought this one looked kind of cool. And this is a 2014 Mercedes-Benz E63S AMG wagon. Uh, this, this 2014 Mercedes-Benz E63S AMG wagon was initially delivered uh, through the European Delivery Program, which was kind of cool to do, and was first registered in Florida in 2014. The car is powered by a twin turbocharged. Somebody had money to have this kind of car delivered to them in, in Germany. Even in Germany, this is considered a, you know, a really good car. Um, the car is powered by a twin turbocharged 5.5-liter V8 paired with a seven-speed uh, multi-clutch uh, transmission and is finished in black over black uh, with uh, and platinum white design leather interior. Um, features include uh, formatic all-wheel drive, a panoramic sunroof, uh, dynamic LED headlights, active park assist, uh, an active collision warning system, climate-controlled multi-contour front seats uh, with uh, position memory, dual-zone automatic climate control, and command inf- infotainment. The seller purchased the car in 2018, and uh, subsequent service has been in- included mounting uh, replacement tires, uh, servicing the transmission, and front and differential fluids, uh, and front differential fluid, and replacing both batteries, uh, the left front uh, lower control arm, the brake pads, trans- transmission pan gasket, blah, 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 front differential housing. So it had a lot of things that needed done. And spark plugs. The C63 wagon has 48,000 miles and is now offered at no reserve with manufacturer's literature um, and a clean car fax and a Texas title. Uh, so it is going to sell. I mean, whatever it's going to sell for, it's bidding at 40, $46,000 right now. So... You know this. This was this. This car was nearly a hundred thousand dollars new. I mean, you know, an AMG wagon. You know, was never cheap. Uh, and so this, you know, somebody spent some money on this car, uh, including the Designo, uh, which is another one of these upcharges uh, for the um, for the interior. So yeah, I mean, somebody spent some money on this car, uh, and it's including doing European delivery, which is always great to have these cars when you drive around Europe. So, <clears throat> all right, forty six thousand uh, dollars. We'll see where it closes. Um, my next choice is a. Really, I think this is a lovely car. It's a 1969 Lincoln Continental Mark III. I think I like the Mark III better than the Mark IV. Um, it says, this 1969 Lincoln Continental Mark III was delivered uh, new to Saxon Sons Lincoln Mercury of Downey, California, and is said to have been owned by one family in California before being purchased uh, by the selling dealer in January of 2021 from the uh, late owner's estate. So they've owned it all these years, uh, powered by a 460 cubic inch V8 paired with a three-speed automatic transmission. The car is finished in light green with an ivy gold vinyl roof over dark ivy gold leather interior and vinyl upholstery, uh, leather and vinyl upholstery. So it's a a combination. Uh, Other equipment includes wood grain interior accents, power steering, power brakes, uh, vacuum assisted uh, 
at vacuum ac- activated con- concealed headlights, power windows, power locks, a power operated uh, split front bench seat, automatic climate control, variable speed windshield wipers, and a Cartier annual analog clock. The selling dealer reportedly has replaced the tires, radiator, uh, coolant temperature sensor, uh, rear uh, wheel cylinders, uh, master brake cylinder, and power steering pressure hose. It's Mark, this Mark III is offered at no reserve with the deluxe Marty Report and Clean California title. It's in Aliso Viejo, Viejo California. Um, I've I've never I don't think I've ever seen the the uh, the interior the uh, the dark ivy gold interior. Um, you know, you look at it, it looks black, but if you look close enough, it has a tinge of green in it, and it's and it's got the quilted pattern. The uh, the wood steering wheel looks great. I mean, this 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 car was somebody's. This was what Dad bought in 1969 as his you know retirement car or something like that, and it was passed down to his son, and then his son retired. You know, that's kind of how this thing looked because. This just looks like that kind of I've car. I've driven one of these as well. My my paternal grandparents had one of these. Um, it, it seems like they had or changed out Lincolns almost every other year uh, throughout most of my youth. And uh, so um, I have uh, not actually driven, but I've ridden in uh one of these vehicles. And I remember the interiors almost like it was yesterday. Um, it's a, they're cool cars. Yeah, they, they really are. They're very, they're very cool. I mean, this one is, is very original. I mean, you know, the paint is not perfect. You know, it's got little chips and things in it, but, um, you know, the, the interior is in extremely nice condition. I remember, in fact, I, I, I was just thinking about, I really remember, uh, those, uh, buttons that they use for the windows to go up and down and all that. Uh, right. Very distinctive. Did you ever get your hands slapped for, for playing with the power windows? I did. Leave the uh, windows alone. Yeah, yes, Damn. yes. <laughs> Don't touch those. I, I remember we had a friend of mine. We, we were poor. We were dry. We you know had crappy cars when I was a kid. and um, uh, But one of our friends had a, an old 98 Deluxe. I mean, this had a, you know, the plush leather, you know, the pl- not leather, but these big velour-like seats, and it had power everything. And uh, we would play with that car. We would love to do the windows up and down and up and down. We killed the battery. We got in trouble. <laughs> oh, well, such is life. All right, this is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to All Revved Up on IHA Radio. And we will be right back with a little more from Winter Trailer. Bianco's All Revved Up continues on iHub Radio. Participation encouraged, but not required. Call 760-544-TALK. That's 760-544-8255. Here's Todd. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen, and we are talking Bring a Trailer. Hi, John. Hey, Todd. 
the next car is my desperately wanted orphan unicorn. And it's because That's you an haven't seen one in decades. I guarantee it. A 1978 AMC Matador Barcelona Coupe. <clears throat> When's the last time you saw a Matador on the road? Too soon ago. Too soon ago? Like maybe 30 years ago? Yeah. Like, it's um, been a long time, right? It's been a long time, and I haven't yeah. missed it. Yeah. Um, this 1978 AMC Matador was reportedly built for AMC design executive Richard Teague, and is said to be the final Matador produced. The car is powered by a 360 cubic inch V8 paired with a three-speed automatic transmission and is finished in special ordered alpine white over red cloth upholstery. Equipment includes a tilt steering wheel column, um, air conditioning, cruise control, and AM FM stereo with an eight-track player, and the Barcelona package, which added a matching vinyl Landau roof, uh, fixed rear opera windows, <clears throat> and a unique and unique interior appointments. The seller acquired the car in 2010 and serviced in 2021. And service in 2021 is said to have included changing the oil, flushing the coolant, and rebuilding the carburetor. The Matador shows 7,000 miles and is now offered with original purchase documentation, a copy of its window sticker, and a clean and clean Minnesota title in the seller's name. Now, have you seen upholstery like this before? I am. Um, I don't want to admit to anything. Not Red with these, with these ribbon stripes going. Uh, yeah, you know, they're weird. horizontal. It's weird. Or vertical. It's it's um it's it's very very AMC weird, uh, and that's kind of what I like about it is that it's very AMC weird, and I'm looking at the sticker on this car. It started at forty four thousand seven hundred ninety nine, but it had factory installed options of two thousand two hundred and fifty two dollars. Uh, so the total was uh, let's see, tw- seventy thousand seven thousand one hundred and twenty-eight. The guy probably didn't even pay that for it, but I, I always think it's funny to look at what costs the most money. The AM/FM tape uh, stereo radio was three hundred and thirty-six dollars, <laughs> and the, uh, that was the second most expensive option. And the air conditioning was five hundred and ninety dollars, the most expensive option. Of course. The, Ford, the forged aluminum wheels were 236 The tilt steering wheel was, what, $67? And the uh, uh, rear window defroster electric was $88. That was expensive. Wow. wow. I mean, you look at this thing, and it's like, you know, it certainly is a time capsule. You're never going to see another one. Thank it's, God. It, it's one of one. It's the only one that was this color. They've got all sorts of literature on it. Uh, you know, it was, you know that it was you know it was one of one white special order Barcelona, one of one custom order white top car, one of one special order sports uh, steering wheel with Barcelona car, only Barcelona car ever produced in any other color other than the standard two tone burgundy or gold, and the only solid color Barcelona ever produced, and it's 100% original unrestored. Uh, it's uh, bidding is at ten thousand two fifty, and it ends in five days. Well, I desperately want it, John. I had to tell you, I desperately want this car, <laughs> brother. <laughs> because okay. nobody, when you drive up to a guy to the gas station anywhere you go, people are going to look at it and say, "What the hell is that? I've never seen one before." Right. 
Yeah. It's almost like it didn't even come from this planet, like most things AMC made. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, everyone's seen a Gremlin or a Pacer, but when's the last time you saw a Matador Barcelona coupe? You haven't. It yeah, doesn't it's exist. been forever ago. Yeah, forever ago. <clears throat> now, the last car I chose was a, a 27-year-owned, a 1988 Saab 900 convertible uh, turbo. I had one of these things, uh, exact same year. Um, but mine was black on black and this is white over black, uh, with a black top. And I've never seen this. It has burgundy leather interior. I've never seen that color on, on this car before ever. Uh, it's usually either been uh, a tan or black, but usually they were, but these were black on black with tan leather interior, which is what I had. It's weird because it, while it says that it has these burgundy leather seats, they don't look burgundy from the photo that I'm looking at. I mean, I you, guess they do in a later one. It looks a little bit burgundy, but they mostly look like they're tan to me. Yeah, but the tan that, that I had was much more, you know, like tan tan. I mean, you know, the, this this has some sort of, you know, it, I guess it's burgundy. It's just, it's a very, uh, you know, because you can see it because the, the side, you know, side panels are done in, you know, burgundy cloth and, and, uh, and vinyl. So that was the theme on this car. I've just never seen one before like it. Yeah, uh, the it, rear the rear seats look much more burgundy than the front seats. Yes, exactly. So yeah, maybe so they faded I, or something with the sun. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Now, one of the things that I liked most about this car is that at night the the dashboard is an amazing light show, and I didn't even realize it. But I think the gauges on this are VDO, which means they're German gauges. Yeah, VDO. Uh, when the first time I heard the, a German say that to me, he said, oh, you, you want your gauge, you need to go to video. And I was like, video? What's video? Uh-huh. And he was saying VDO, which is the name of the German company that does these gauges. Um, yeah, so let me see what it says here. It says this um, 1988 Saab 900 convertible was delivered new to Saab South uh, in Lighthouse Point, Florida, and was acquired by the seller in 1994. Uh, the car is finished in circus white over burgundy leather and is powered by a turbocharged 2-liter inline 4 paired with a 5-speed manual transaxle. Uh, equipment includes uh, 15-inch alloy wheels, a black soft top, an aerodynamic body kit. I don't like the aero kit, but okay. Um, and a Clarion stereo system, which I think was standard on the car. Uh, recent servicing reportedly included changing the oil and replacing the shocks. And it says this 900 turbo shows uh, 24,000 miles and is now, which is really very low for a car of this old, this age. Uh, it's offered with the manufacturer's literature, clean Carfax report, and clean Florida title in the seller's name. It's got, let's see, it's got four days to go and it's at 12,600. Uh, I just think it's, a, you know, it's it's one of these classic cars. I, you know, the, you know it's, they don't make sobs anymore. And this, you know, they were almost famous for these uh, convertibles that, that they made. I, I remember them very, very well because I owned one. Yep. Yeah, these and they're a lot. They were fun to drive, so uh, I'm glad I got rid of it. But you know, that's <laughs> life. <laughs> well, that's I'll the see way you next week, Todd. Right. Uh, John, I've had a really good time this hour, as usual, uh, talking about a trailer. And what's coming up next? Uh, coming up next is Jason Tate, who will be in with today's edition of Tate Talks, and he will be discussing the value of social, emotional, and occupational help uh, health. Pardon me, in pursuing a career that feeds your soul and aligns with your skills and talents. 
So stay tuned for that. That's coming up after the news at the top of the hour. And Todd, we'll see you next week. Thanks, John. Goodbye. We'll see you then.